Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Another great, great, great day, beautiful day. My name is Kyle Nelson. I've got my co-host here, Mr. Eli Levy. Eli, how are you doing today, man? Doing great, doing great. Got his little hair kind of rocking today. You're just uh, obsessed just with the yeah, hair yeah. today. No, it's just, it keeps falling over. What's going on? Here? Grease lighting Sorry. or something, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Oh, yeah. I'm big grease fan. <laughs> um, so we got an awesome guest today. It's going to be a really good episode. We're going to talk a little bit about purpose-driven branding and marketing to really grow a sustainable business and clientele, which is very important. Um, but before we dive in, I really wanted to give a shout out to who fuels us Absolutely. every single day. Eli, who is that? Altitude Coffee. Altitude, Altitude Coffee. We got yes. some uh, 30 milligrams of CBD in this. Mm-hmm. We've got some oat milk, some lion's mane, reishi, chaga, all that good stuff for your brain and your heart and your body. Mm-hmm. A little oat milk in there, some superfoods. It gets you fueled and it gets you moving in the right direction. Focused. Focused. I would say that is the key word for this beverage. It is. It really so is. if you don't have Altitude Beverage locally where you shop, go to altitudebev.com and buy some of this. We promise you, you will not regret it. So before we get started, we're going to roll our intro reel and we'll see you after that. That's perfect. That was awesome. And then you want to do this rose wine since so we'll have it? Cool. Yep. Cool. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Pros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynch. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. It's our episode, man. Today, man. Absolutely. We're really Wait. excited for this episode. We've got a great yep. Absolutely. Number two, clear, simple Why? images. Amazon summer. The first thing that I follow about this article is really looking for that initial question. You need to be thinking about product photography and video production. All right, welcome back to the Biz Bros Podcast Show. We are very excited because we have Mr. Par Albavi here on the show. He's a trailblazing copywriter and co-founder of Mocho and Co., the first full-service digital agency exclusively for conscious business owners and disruptors. That's cool. He also co-founded Judah, an advisory helping the organization implement people-first strategy. Let me know if I chopped into those business names. I feel like I might have. Par, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Yeah, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm super excited to dive in with you too. Oh, it's going to be a great chat, man. Absolutely. Well, let's jump in. Um, so as we kick off, let's learn a little bit more about you. Tell us about you. Tell the audience about you. Who, who, who are you? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Par. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm okay. a copywriter and business strategist serving conscious cool. businesses. Uh, I spent my formative years in Iran. I moved to Canada. I was eager to work for purpose-driven tech and B2B companies. Cool. Uh, graduate university when I was 22 years old, and I wanted to dive into the tech <laughs> world. But soon I became disillusioned. I yeah. entered the tech world. I, I wanted to do a line work that made my heart come alive. But instead, I found rampant purpose washing happening all around mm. me. Um, and after a stint working for various uh, SaaS companies like Eventbrite and Vidyard, I took the plunge to work as a freelance copywriter and brand strategist while traveling the world. Um, and right now, nice. I, w- I love working with, uh, with conscious entrepreneurs, people who share my values and vision for the world, clients that I feel energetically aligned with and who believe in making profit and impact. And that's why together with my partner, I founded uh, Mocho & Co., which is, like you said, the first full-service integrated digital agency exclusively for conscious businesses and disruptors. 
Right on. It sounds like cool, man. It's really cool how you kind of learn that quickly at such a young mm -hmm. age when you kind of hit the tech um, industry mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, conscious business owning and all that good stuff. So tell us, what is conscious business owning? I was kind of serious was going to ask the I same thing. That's I, why I asked a question. <laughs> Great question. Great question. So I think in order to understand what conscious business is, let's discuss what it isn't. Okay. So I think there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors out there of what a conscious business is. Uh, some people say that purpose and profit are mutually exclusive, but they really aren't mutually exclusive. Um, some people say businesses that make money and donate some of the percentages of their profit. That's really not conscious business either. Uh, some people say businesses that just use sustainability as marketing ploys. I think we've reached the stage where people can really smell that stuff from like miles away. Sure. Um, so okay. anyone who does that in their marketing is also not considered a, uh, a conscious business. Okay. So really a conscious mm. business is one where your purpose informs every part of your business from your vision to your mm. brand story to your visual identity. Uh, and, and really why I started Mocho & Co is because I noticed that a conscious business needs a conscious business strategy, uh, conscious copy, okay. marketing, uh, mm. customers nowadays, really the next generation of customers also were, were moving towards brands that are driven by purpose and profit. Yeah. Um, mm. so with the Ooh. next generation coming in, it's, it's become even more important to have a conscious business strategy and, uh, Right. The entrepreneurs that I work with are fully aware of this, and that's why we have a fruitful collaboration and partnership together. Wow. That's amazing. Can you give us some examples of companies that uh, you feel fit into this um, mm -hmm. kind of conscious? Yeah, right. absolutely. Again, another great question. And there, there are a few companies <clears throat> that I respect and are very well known in the space. I mean, for for the ones that are interested in, in learning about conscious businesses, I think B Corp itself does a really good job, which is the yeah. certification um, mm -hmm. that showcases mm -hmm. that you are committed to creating impact as much as you yeah. create profit. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. brands that do this really, really well. One example is Ben and Jerry. You mm -hmm. mean, I mean, ice cream may be one of the last products that need to have a purpose outside of being a sweet right. on a on a warm sunny day, right? But it, it's yeah. really more than that. It's that personal connection that separates uh, an ice cream mm -hmm. brand like Ben & Jerry uh, from other brands. And they represent more, more than just empty calories. They, right. they are uh, making decisions on, with their hiring uh, from a conscious mindset all the way to scaling their business uh, to their marketing. Another good example of this is actually Patagonia. Patagonia does mm -hmm. an incredible job with oh, this yeah. river-based company. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're really thinking about how they can innovatively uh, create business without uh, cutting corners mm -hmm. on the manufacturing side and on the actual creating demand with marketing side. I heard that they're not they're taking away their ads investment from Facebook and and just thinking about more conscious ways that they can start That's to cool. promote their business. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are two examples that popped into my head. And I Great think they are definitely using conscious business strategy. Absolutely. I mean, 1% of the planet, which is kind of a child of Patagonia, they're an incredible company. They have just a community of brands and a network of brands that are doing good and, and are conscious. And, mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're part of 1% of the planet. Very well, proud of that. Very, we're, we're very proud of that. So very cool. we, we, we know what you're saying from a conscious business perspective. Yeah. What, made you, what made you want to move towards getting that certification? What sort of inspired that for you? It's a great question. A lot of it is... Um, 
creating impact and creating legacy and doing something bigger than we can do as individuals. So we know that through our company, which is Results Imagery, we can create a larger impact than it just, just Kyle and I or just Kyle and I individually. And 1% of the planet is a great community to be able to give back and actually see those revenues go to, to work. And I think they're a credible company that has a good backing that actually is going to do what they say they're going to do. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a big reason why we, we joined. Anything else you add to that? Or is that no, it's yeah. all about accountability too, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Just give you an opportunity to kind of be a part of that community that's kind yeah. of growing the larger, larger uh, walk down the, you know, down the you know what I'm saying. So anyways, I, I kind of wanted to back up. I have this question on my mind that I want to ask. Mm -hmm. um, when you were talking about Ben and Jerry, you talked about conscious employment. Can you expand a little bit on that and what you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, we're talking about hiring here. And I think that especially during the pandemic right now, what's happening is we want to fill a role. A lot of companies are struggling. Maybe they right. went through a period where they had to lay off their their mm -hmm. employee. And now with everything slowly and gradually coming back, a lot of companies are looking into hiring. Um, and I think right. a conscious hiring strategy really comes down to or boils down to how can you look at the values and culture of your company and how you can find a, someone that not only is a skill fit, but also is a cultural fit. And right. it doesn't yeah. have to be 100%. I think that a lot of companies are like, well, I can't find someone who has the exact same values as my company. But what I usually say is even if you can find someone that is 80% a big believer right. in your values and your vision, then that's a huge yeah. win. And then it's that's not that's not just the end of the story, right? It also comes down to what kind of an onboarding process do you have in place so that yeah. once the employee enters your doors, they feel a sense of belonging at your company. And there's been numerous studies done that uh, that point out that belonging is the number one factor that retains a, a high performing employee or any employee for that matter. A, a sense right. of belonging uh, is number one. So I think that onboarding process has to be consciously designed. It can't just be, hey, you sit home, watch a bunch of training videos, which is what's happening today. Um, learn your thing and then just do your job from nine to five. It's like, let me take you through an experience in the onboarding so you get exposed to our rituals, so you get exposed right. to cultures, yeah. really understand what the day-to-day -day is look like and you bring your best self to work. Yeah. Um, so that, that was that. That's something that I'm really passionate about, and that's the work that I did with uh, with my other company, Julia, um, before the pandemic, okay. and I sort of put it on pause. But it's something that I'm uh, continuously pursuing every time. Yeah, I mean, good, strong culture and strong workforce lead to happier people, happier, better retention, and, and ultimately happy clients in the end of the being absolutely. So. Yeah, it's really a win-win-win, right? You want to win mm -hmm. on your own side in terms of revenue and quarterly growth. You want your employees to win. You want you want them to feel like they're growing every quarter. They have that right. personal development fund that they can spend, that they can grow themselves. And then you want your customers, obviously, to win, and you want to solve yeah. a genuine problem for them. So conscious business creates a win on every front. Huge. Let's talk a little bit about the branding and marketing strategy behind Yes. This. How do you really put yourself out there purpose-driven and, and have it part of every single part of your messaging yeah that's uh that's a great question so really to to write conscious copy to write ethical marketing it it really involves a deep dive into into your into what your values are what the foundations are so a conscious business uh and this was a this was an article in deloitte insights that says 
much mm. like a, what a foundation is to a house, a contractor is to an orchestra or a canvas is to an artist's masterpiece, a clear mm. purpose is everything to an organization. So for us, mm. when we work with clients, the first question we ask them is, what is your vision for your business? What kind of a mm. legacy do you want to leave behind? And then we also ask, obviously, about more tangible things. Or what's your quarterly goals? Yeah. What are the KPIs that you measure success with? Once we understand their vision for their business and the KPIs and what they've tried, yeah. what's worked, what hasn't worked, then we do a deep dive around creating a personalized strategy for them so that they can go out there and create impact and profit at the same time. Mm. And I know like we have clients that come to us and they say, well, I'm going to run an, run an ad strategy. And a lot of the times that mm -hmm. seems like the only sort of solution, especially with um, social media platforms really strangling the followers. A lot of people are, are conscious creators are oh, thinking yeah. that that's the only way to go about generating right. um, to go about generating leads. But my apologies. But it really, I think it really comes down to not only just running ads, but thinking about your funnel intentionally at every stage right. and how can you really, really optimize intentionally at every stage? Because if you run ads and you send people to your funnel or, or your landing page, if that isn't optimized, you're just losing money or your cost per totally. lead is 10 bucks. Um, so, so yeah, really thinking about each part of the funnel intentionally and purposefully is key to creating conscious business strategy. So is that, um, just kind of adding in kind of small parts of copy about your kind of vision and mission of, of, of doing good. Like, is, yeah, that, is, it that, is that blunt and loud about it? Just like, you know, this is why you should work with us because of this and every, every portion of that. Yeah. yeah, that's a great question again. So the way we, the way we typically write copy, I mean, there's, there's different ways that copywriters go on about this, but really in, a, in, in simple ways, we think about how to, Think about the persuasion triangle. So what is the persuasion mm -hmm. triangle, right? We have ethos at the top, pathos, and logos. So every time we want to write copy, we think about what are the ethos, what are the pathos and logos. And ethos is, is essentially credibility and ethics. This is your mission, your vision, your values, your right. rating system. Pathos is emotions and feelings. How are you connecting emotionally mm -hmm. with someone? Um, and in that moment, how are you making them feel? Uh, logos is logic and reason. This is the types okay. of brand you worked with. This is yeah, like yeah. you mentioned, you've been on medium, you've, uh, you've been on ink. This is where logos comes in, where people are like, Oh, wow, this person has quite a bit of credibility. Every time we start with a client and we want to write a copy for them, they say, we want a landing page. We don't just write a landing page. We do all the necessary work involved mm -hmm. to ensure that that persuasion triangle has all the necessary That's statements cool. that really aligns mm -hmm. with one another. So it's based on a formula, really, the way we, pers the, the way we write copy right. at our agency. I love that. That's just really messaging cool. across, yeah. across everything. It really does, but it has purpose behind it, right? And it really stems from the vision of the company, which I think everything envisioned the values. I love how you, you said that where you go back and you really figure out what, the, what is the foundation of the company. Mm -hmm. And then every single piece of content needs to relate back to those values in some way, which is really, really cool. Huge, huge piece, huge little nugget for the audience right there. Yeah. So could you kind of share, you know, you don't have to be specific about what you're trying to tell, but could you, just, could you share kind of um, the process of, of what you've done for some companies from kind of not really knowing what this is to moving forward and being more cautious with the branding? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I've worked with, uh, with, with conscious businesses and one of them is organic and white, which is a bamboo toothbrush and people might think, okay, well, it's a bamboo toothbrush. It's, it's just like any other toothbrush, but really the reason why the founders created this. And after this conversation, we, we understood that 99% of the world still uses a plastic toothbrush and over 1 billion toothbrushes are sent to the landfill each and every year. And that's just in the United States, which is insane. Wow, that's insane, yeah. <laughs> so once we, once we understood wow. these stats, we were able to create conversion, high converting mm -hmm. coffee for them just right off the bat because we realized that we can yeah. easily position them somewhere in the market that nobody, mm -hmm. no other brand exists. Um, so by understanding their brand, their vision of where they want to be and why they're doing what they're doing, Simon Sinek always says, start with why in his TED talk, right? Yeah. So we started with why, and then we expanded uh, into the how and the what. Uh, and, and yeah, we A-B tested their copy. Uh, they worked with another copywriter to A-B test a another funnel. So they yeah. would run it in tandem. And ours did considerably mm -hmm. better. So they were very happy with, uh, with our collaboration together. And that's just one example of, a toothbrush that might seem either challenging or very easy to sell, but really tweaking the strategy and approaching it from a conscious business strategy was a game changer for these clients. That's very cool. Start with why. I think it's such a powerful message. Especially right. in a space like toothbrushes. Talk about talk about Red Seas. Like yeah. that's crazy. That's that's really neat that they kind of found their kind of niche and mm -hmm. um, carved that out because that is huge. I didn't realize we had a billion toothbrushes better. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't either. I know it sounds similar to the. Um, we work with a company uh, called Chico Bag, and they basically mm -hmm. their, their their whole why is about uh, grocery bags and plastic grocery bags and paper grocery bags, and creating we were creating media content kind of around the why behind them. So similar thing though is we started with why. And I, I think working backwards from the foundational right. pieces of the business and why they started the company and all the different stats really help out in every facet of marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of a lot of the viewers, they don't know about mm -hmm. the, the impact that their buying decisions are having. So by enlightening mm -hmm. them on the other side of the yeah. story, we're really giving them an opportunity to rethink um, totally. their buying decisions. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, if, if you really kind of you know keep your focus and stay focused mm -hmm. and, and put yourself out there, it, it honestly just makes the sell a little bit easier too, right? It's like you can, you can yeah. And it's it's also a great way for like branding and getting people to follow your voice, Ooh, that's building huge. your audience and building your authority in your space. Because um, a toothbrush is a toothbrush. Like you don't you don't follow it toothbrush brand. I mean, some people do. Maybe you're like mm -hmm. super bullish on Philips toothbrushes. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, having having authority and voice about what you're doing with your with your toothbrush brand. That's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's like really powerful. Totally. Totally. And they were thinking about uh, just producing other products like a dental cleaning kit that is made out of bamboo. So there's, there's like sequential oh, sure. products that can come out of it. So like you said, if you can build a community around your brand and uh, people really believe in the work that you do. There's opportunities to consistently create profit yep. from that same list that bought your right. first product. Absolutely. So I what are so what are some things that a, a company can do to kind of start getting started on becoming more conscious minded and kind of carving out that portion of their company? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this simplistically, and uh, you guys are welcome to push me down more. Really, it's. It comes down to 
stop comparing yourself to other people and look within your own company. What does, mm. what does your company, your company is an organism, your brand is an organism that is mm. coming alive, that you're, you're, you're essentially breathing life into it. And yeah. I think every person or every founder and entrepreneur should always take a step back every quarter, um, especially every year to really understand where they were able to add the highest value to their customers. Um, what vision did they see for their business? Uh, what legacy do they want to leave behind? And then from that, they can really reverse engineer um, where they want to be. Uh, but I think going in, in, inwards and, uh, and reflecting on your business and how it adds value, how it creates value for customers is, is really key. Totally. I mean, the customer is the, the goal. I mean, you're, you're trying to make them happy. So where, where, where's the company? Can I get them to retain them? Keep them coming back? Um, these are great strategies. I think that's yeah. a lot of good stuff. And I'll just intrude you there. And I think that it's it's challenging as a as a mm -hmm. entrepreneur. They yeah. are they want to listen to the customer, but like Henry Ford said, if I had asked what people wanted, they would have said, I want faster horses. <laughs> Nobody really <laughs> right. yeah. about an innovative product True. that is out there that's going to satisfy all their needs and desires. So I think sometimes it mm -hmm. takes a leap of faith. They say an entrepreneur is someone who jumps from a cliff and they figure out the parachute on the way down. So sometimes right. you do have to make that jump and get feedback that is not what you expect, but that feedback might pivot you into a position that is exactly where you are supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. I mean, being able to, you know, by, from a consumer perspective, being able to vote with your dollars, right. And mm -hmm. feel good when you're purchasing an item that like long-term value of a customer is huge on that. You know, once you get behind somebody, in a company that's doing mm -hmm. good, you, you've won them mm -hmm. over and over again. So, you know, for everybody out there listening, conscious mind and business is, 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 it's bigger than I think most people realize. And I think um, in the past few years, it's obviously really evolved to something more, but I think in 2022 and 2023, it's almost going to be customary to business as mm -hmm. HR and finances and marketing is. It really should be something that all companies together are undoing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, almost seem like a requirement of getting started in business. You know, yeah. That kind of, that, that's the feeling I feel like everyone's kind of moving towards. I agree. Yeah. I respond yeah. With yeah. yeah. Voting with your dollars. Absolutely. I think that really yeah. resonates, resonates that's with huge. me. Uh, for sure. And uh, I think when people find a company that aligns with their worldview, they're more likely to spend money with them than mm -hmm. with someone who doesn't. Uh, and, and having a, I think from, from an entrepreneur's perspective, really having a brand purpose can really transform them from being passive profit driven yeah. entities into active change that empathizes Good with their reward. company. Yep. Man, that's dialed. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I purchase. Yeah. You know, just because sometimes it's like, yeah, I understand things might cost a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You kind of go that route, but knowing that you're part of the bigger picture is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So, Par, as we kind of wrap this podcast up, we always like asking, what is it that you hope if there's one thing our audience is taking away from your episode? Uh, just reflect and go inwards into how your business can intentionally shift for being solely profit-driven into active change makers. Uh, I think that's Ooh, the nice. takeaway. Uh, I think that uh, business doesn't need to be transactional. So, I hope to 
inspire the the listeners to really redefine the culture. Uh, it's really an energy exchange. It's a relationship first and foremost between brands, uh, clients, and customers. Um, so really, I think anyone who who jumps onto this podcast, uh, entrepreneurs, digital entrepreneurs, and uh, founders, they can they can definitely reflect and see where in their business they can create impact and profit because that will really raise the uh, their their place in the world long term. Absolutely. Love it. That's so true. Um, if people want to follow you, Par, get in contact with your business and, and learn more about conscious minded branding and strategy, where can they do that? Absolutely. So mochoand.co, that's where you can go on my website, read more about the case, some of the case studies that I work with clients and love talking conscious business and strategy. So you can book a call with me there as well. And, uh, and also I'm on Instagram at follow your why. And I'd love to nice. with, uh, with people there as well. Awesome. Well, Par, thank Amazing. you so much for joining us on the podcast. I think there's a ton of great value that came out of it. And I really hope that, you know, a lot of these listeners today are motivated if they have not started a conscious mind mm-hmm. kind of purpose in their business to really get started on that. Thank you. I had tons of fun. I appreciate you for having me and uh, would love to do this again. Awesome. We'll talk soon, Part. Take care. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, type in Biz Bros. Even on Google, type it in. You're going to find us. Go to our website, bizbros.io, to learn more. And we look forward to talking to you and hearing from you on the next Biz Bros Podcast. See you guys.